You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, this discussion about Ayatollah, which I think we'll spend a little bit of time about because, you know, it's one of the things that I think, if you're honest, people say, you know, that's the superstitious part of, of old-time Judaism. I have to tell you that I, I start this topic with a little bit of fear. Uh, I grew up, um, well, the home that I remember the, uh, was a, a, a house, a small house in Memphis, and uh, it was a two-bedroom house. Um, today, that seems crazy because I have sort of, I have, I have five bedrooms on one floor. Not that I'm the wealthiest person in the world, surely, there, you know. But I grew up in a two-bedroom house, and uh, my parents slept in one room, and my brother and I, and my grandmother slept in the other room. Uh, and um, my grandmother, after she would you know, sing lullabies to me and see that I was asleep, she would start uh, blowing away the uh, the ayanara. Um, you hear people say poo poo poo. I, I actually heard it, you know, my she would be blowing. She would sit there and watch me sleep and she was the guardian. Um, this little woman, not even five feet tall, four something, um, would sit there at my bedside and blow the ayahuar away. So I believe in this thing. I mean I I, I guess it's been part of me since I've been a child. There is something that that things can can affect you, and what you know, what's interesting there, of course, that Ayanhara is more, you know, it's out there. But here we see that Ayanhara really isn't some sort of demonic presence, but it comes from other people, and that's really incredible because this is what we talked about yesterday. This this tangent about somebody who was able to make some money. He did. The, there's nothing unethical in what this person did. And let's take a look at the Gemara now again. And we're going to see in the Rashi of how the Ayin Hara plays a role. But here we see Yikach Behen Sefer Torah, and that somehow can protect you. Now, I want to show you, um, and here's where Rashi says Ayin Hara, Amr of Sheishas, Afilu, Baal Benichse Ishto. A husband with his wife's nechassim. Now, um, now that could be after the wife has died, the husband inherits her, and there might be a, quite a windfall. Um, the, I think the Rishonim learn here that this might even be while the wife is alive, the wife brings into the marriage, as we know, that was normal if, if, if they had some means. Um, a what we call nipsi malug, and of course you know what nipsi malug is. But what it does is it it does two things. It, it's an incentive for the husband to stay married because he might be this young yutz who doesn't even have a business, and now his father-in-law has sort of deeded to his his daughter this amount of uh, it might be a store, it might be a, a it might be an orchard, it might even be just a tree. And we call it Nirsei Mulug, which is technically owned by the wife, but she doesn't control it. 
and the husband takes payrolls from that. The husband gets the benefits from that. So the husband might be some little yutz, never worked a day in his life, and all of a sudden, there's this store or a, a vineyard uh, that he now runs, and he is able to get, take the profits from it and keep it all for himself. That's the same loop. Now, when a divorce occurs, it goes back to her, and he doesn't have any rights anymore. Now, he could run this orchard into the ground by over, you know, planting it incorrectly and not watering it, just getting as much as, you know, maybe only plans on being married to her for a couple of years, and he's, you know, he can exhaust all the benefits of it. But we hope he's not going to do that. And therefore, it's to his advantage to have a parnoso and to make it work well. And if a divorce does occur, so the, um, the, the field, in this case, goes back to her. She can't sell it or anything while she's married to him. She's sort of like, oh, but, but it is technically owned by her. Now, it could be he will run it to the ground and she'll get something back at the end of the divorce, which isn't worth much because he didn't take care of it. We hope people's self-interests overcome that. And that's a little bit of a bag. I don't know you know about learning. But I think it's important that this is that this concept is is implied here. The nichse ishta. Baal benichse ishta. So what does the Baal need to do? So let's take a look at Rashi. Ba'i l'meivad b'hu. Ba'u. Oh, he needs lemeva to do buhu with them, a mitzvah. Hmm. Why? Demilta de pahavi ba inche namihi. Remember that from yesterday. Tavahi. Tavahi is sort of like, like the word tohu. I don't know what's going on. Uh, toha is sometimes like you're smelling something, like you're looking. What is that? What is this thing that I'm looking at? Right. What is it that I'm sniffing? What is it that I that, that I'm not sure about? Right? Tahai. Right? What is this? I don't know. So it's the type of thing people sniff about. People are saying, "What is that? Why? Why are people sniffing about it?" Because they say, "Where's that young that's come up with that from? Right? Where's he come to having all that? Oh, he married that girl. Is she the one that? Oh, no, she passed away, and now he owns the whole thing." He didn't work for it, and that's what Rashi points out was the issue by the gear. Remember from yesterday that Shabolo below Yigiyah. That's what people. It's, it's sort of a combination. Oh, where did he get that from? I didn't hear. I didn't see him working for it because we like the idea of people working. You know, we like the idea. Oh, Horatio Alger. That's a great successful guy. Worked hard. That on that you don't necessarily have the same type of eye and hara. Where does that come from? What? Right. Um, so it's basically eye and hara consists of bringing into judgment the person and therefore bringing them into danger potentially by that judgment. Okay, thank you for getting me um, on on course here. She was asking. Okay, all right. I understand people don't understand, but why is the man in danger of losing it? Uh, and other bad things happen. So she was saying that it works with, it's almost like a citizen arrest. Right? Who You don't deserve it. And therefore, God's sort of like 
sharpens his eyes against you. And we sort of look at all your other Averis. Is that the way you're looking at it? She was sort of like Hamsi Alel, sort of the reason why we say that. Well, it's like Lush and Hara, you bring into a, a judgment. That's one of the reasons you got to avoid Lush and Hara because you, you get you and the subject and the listener or whatever gets called into judgment. Okay. And so then. You're saying a lot here. Let, let, let me give you a parallel to what you're saying. We know that Sari Menu had a, had a taina on Avram, right? With Hogar. And she said, Hamsi Alecha, that I, you, what you, what happened to me is your fault, and, and I have a taina against you. So tomorrow learns out from there that if somebody is, is, uh, uh, brings a gin on someone else, he himself gets examined, right? So that principle you're saying is what's a, a true by Lashon Hara as well. Let's say me, yeah. I, I tell you Lashon Hara about Yankel. So I'm sort of judging him, right? I'm sort of putting him in a judging situation. Right. And therefore yeah, I get, therefore I'm sort of opening the, the, my, I'm, I'm opening the microscope to me. I'm opening the magnifying glass and not going to go on me since I'm sort of judging Yankel. By what I'm telling you bad about him. Is that what you're saying? Similar to like Sara Imenu taking her life in her hands? That and, uh, okay. that and the idea of Sara Imenu right before the incident you mentioned, she um, gave, gave quote-unquote Ayn Hara to Hagar and Hagar um, aborted the fetus. And the idea is that, again, this sense of judgment okay. that so in other words, we judge, we're always judging people. And when, right. we, and, and, when, and, when, and when we judge people, but if you're right, Sheila, shouldn't it go on the people who are giving the Ayan Hara? You're saying that the people who are like judging, let's say, this husband, who's this guy? Why does he deserve all this money? Where did he get it from? So that's sort of like a judgment. And God sort of says, oh, I better get involved here and judge this guy for his Averus that he's done. Is that the way you understand it? Well, partially, yeah. Partially, once you bring into judgment, judgment is activated. So we always have to look for Rachamim in order for Rachamim to be activated. Everything's Mita Kinegamita, so it would be. So why would the person. Okay, just trying to figure out why would the person who people are sort of jealous of. In other words, basically, everybody's got a virus that they that they can get judged for, and if God would unleash the power of din, they'd be tempted. What right. is what is what, why is this person um, open more because of other people that are looking at him? But and God, and since there's other people's is, again, I'm just repeating the same thing because I'm trying to figure out how you understand I and Hara. Because I, I get well, the sense you believe in it, but you're trying to construct. Yeah, you, you're trying to construct something logical in your mind why it works, right? I, right. I, well, well, there is a system to it, in a sense. Um, for instance, the one of the so the Gemara is saying, do a mitzvah with some money you got that you didn't earn, like a, a windfall, and that will be like that salt salting the t- to the tithe, right? It will it will, will keep it. Um, um, it will keep it for you safely so the idea is once you do something good with it and you're brought into judgment you're saying hey look you did a great thing he should he should have it he's using it wisely it's not like he blew it in the casino you know so 
this this too is also the person who got the windfall needs to be sneezed. If they're not sneezed, oh, okay, so they're that, right, Okay, so that's the part that I wanted. That's good, Sheila. That's something different. It isn't it's true. You're getting judged, but it's your own fault. Maybe you're getting judged, right? Because you know there might be a, um, you know, in other words, resisting the Ayanhara. We all want to sort of strut a little bit, right? We all enjoy strutting. And we, we talked yesterday. The other side of the you know, what is it to have a friend? What is it to have a social connection? What is it built on? And how, you know, we, we the Chazal try to help us through it by making it very much Torah-based. So you're saying that in our social interactions, we sometimes are guilty of when we get money or when we're able to have something that we want other people's um approval and knowledge of it and that we feel good saying hey look at me right and that's where our lack right. of sneeze rebounds yeah, and rebounds yeah. against us because True. you know it's, isn't there a mimer you know everything that's hidden from the eye is bracha you know like right well, this is the, all, you're right, it's part of the same thing. And then why in the Chesidim Shavelt, they won't tell you, or the Yeshiva Shavelt, how many kids you have? Oh, enough. Right? <laughs> they don't, but, but, but what they don't want to have is the, the power. They don't want people to start getting jealous, right? Um, and, 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 and again, I think on the basic level, because this has really become a sheer now, me and you are a discussion about Ayin Hara, you know, you're right. The person should be more uh, modest, not so outgoing about what he has. But I think the elephant in the room is there's a power other people have over you when they don't like what's going on. There's an Ayin Hara. And, 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 and that's really what the word is. There's something about people's, and we say it every day, Sheila and Domini, right? That we want people to like us, right? We daven every day in the morning, right? We, we say the tefillah, uh, right, right, right after the shachris, right in the birchas hashachar. That al tashlam right? Shafatzi leino ayomikol yo measi pon meases pon them. What am I looking at? We want people to look at us, right? Um, and that's hard. Um, okay, of course, God loves us. Anybody who sees us should see us with chain and chesed and rachamim. Um, as we know, like we talk about Esther Amalka, who was Matzachain. Here she is, a beautiful woman. Yosef. In power. Yosef. Yosechain. Yosechain is sort of like, I don't have iron horror on that person, right? I love that person, right? That's sort of. So we daven that people shouldn't be giving us iron horror, right? Right. A basic. Premise since I'm sorry, no, no, I want to hear what you have to say. Go ahead. Uh, isn't there a basic premise that since everything's Mita Kanegan Mita, that you you basically are going to be saved from what you, I and her if you don't give it? 
if, meaning if you're not, if you don't go and judge others in that way, if you see the good, if you're, you know, you can forgive someone, right? If you're, if you're a more magnanimous way of looking at okay. people, then you're protected too because of the meetup. Okay. So, all right. I, I like what you're saying. Here's the way I would start it. I would say like this. People have a power over us. That's Hazal Dabunavida. And if, for what, why you've come to this state is another question. But when you're in a state where people who see you are jealous of you, don't like what you have, would like to have it themselves, are, are grumbling about you, um, looking at you in a negative way for whatever it is, I and Ahara will work to somehow ruin the success of what you have and might even cause very negative things to happen. I was in a situation uh, a number of years ago where a lot of bad stuff was, was happening, at least from my, my wife and mine's perspective. And I went to someone who was considered a Godel Bistro, I'm going to say his name, and I met him in, a, in, in B'nai Brat, and I appealed to him, and he said, it's clear to me that you have an Ayin Hara on your family, and you need to go and go to the base Medrash, and you need to be- ask for the Ayin Hara to be lifted, you need to go through a certain process, and they were aware of it. There's a way, there's a whole process of getting rid of the Ayin Hara. Uh, and I was sort of like the victim. And maybe you're trying to explain right. I brought it upon myself that that was correct. But I, I think what we can't run away from is what is, is, it's, is, a real is thing. it's a thing. And it will work. And, and it works because other people are the instruments of making it work. And, and again, right. you're, you're operating and your you know, I don't. I don't like to blame the victim. I'm not saying <laughs> that people bring it on themselves. I, but I think it is a real force. And there is various things. I mean, you're supposed to daven. You're supposed to... I think there's this thing about holding your thumbs in your palm. I don't know what that is. But um, there's different things that to do that are supposed to stave off this. And this is what Gamora is saying is that if you do get this thing and you're not sure about... <laughs> Stave it off by doing something good with it. Okay, so okay, so simple shot. Again, you're you're reading into again. See, you're thinking about cause and effect. Shiva Siegel is saying, "Why isn't Sinar happening?" In a way, it's sort of Mita Kagamita. You sort of deserve it, and and by being a, an exemplary person, people aren't going to be jealous of you or or, or be dismissive or a cat. Well, even if they are, food. you'll be protected. I'm, I'm not saying that people will be dismissive. Some people will always be dismissive, but you'll be protected. Right, but you were saying a couple of minutes ago that you could probably, if you, that ultimately you need to look into your heart and say, why did I allow myself to become a target of Ayin Hara? I must have been a guy, or I must have been haughty or wanting to push. Right, right. I might have, I, I, I wanted to be ostentatious. I wanted to do something. And because of that, I brought it on myself. But pain allows an element of ostentatiousness that no one is bothered by. You know, in other words, it's almost like, you know, when you have like. Right. You, you get a free pass. <laughs> people, they become your fans. Like, you, oh, I love that guy. Yeah, okay. I'm not jealous. No, no, no. I sort of re- relate to that person. You know, right. sometimes you have great sports figures, right? The people, yeah, uh, they, 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 I want to buy their jersey. I want to be that person. That's the that the person has. 
And maybe that comes from feeling a sense of, I'm not doing this just to push myself. And that's why people somehow connect to you and they innately connect to you and they don't feel like it's a threat to them, your success. Um, they actually look at you as inspiration. And because of that, yeah, okay, so you're pretty, you're smart, you're rich. But I feel connected. And, and the way you show that, of course, is when you interact with them, you show that you're really one of them. And that you really don't you realize that everything you've gotten has been a gift to God in, in Ashkocha. And this, and, the, and, you, and you see people that are sort of immune from the Ayin Hara. And maybe, again, this is sort of the way it works, but Ayin Hara is definitely, as we see, again, we've talked about it a lot, but we see that it's something. Um, the uh, Now that we've talked it out, and, and maybe we've made it a little less spooky, um, although it still shows you the the... the incredible responsibility you need to have with your uh, relationships with other people and not not to have this happen um, let's see the next thing now we know what the afilu is already because what is this is a, a term that comes up in Shas a lot isko uh, isko, we, we talked about uh, brachos that you make in the morning, lasok v'divrei Torah, which is the Nusach Ashkenaz, Asek, right, to be involved in something. And in, in, in the Gemara in Vok Metziah, it is often used, uh, Gemara Suvis also mentions it quite a bit, it's quite, all over Shas, Isko is a business deal, where let's say, you know, um, Shula, you have capital, and I happen to know the people who are interested, and I can purchase, let's say, um, remember those, let's say, these Chinese uh, things you put your finger in. I don't know what it's called. The uh, well, I, Chinese uh, handcuffs or something. All right, Chinese handcuffs. And I know that there are people that just love them. I can get them for two cents a piece. And there are people down the road, let's say, in Delaware, love them. Now, you don't have those connections. If you go to Delaware, it's not going to work, but you have the money. So I ask you, I said, look, we'll, we'll make a, a deal. I don't have money. You do. I think this is a good investment. Give me your money, and we'll split the, the profits. You'll get your investment back, but we'll split the profits because I'll do the legwork. I know where I'll go and buy these Chinese handcuffs. I know in Delaware the people that like them. And you, yeah, that's great. That's an isco. And all of a sudden, it, it worked perfect. And and now I'm coming back and I have all this money. So Rubis says, you've got to be careful about that as well. Now, because people will say, hey, you never had money. Right? They don't realize I worked hard. And I, 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 I was all milk. It's not like Val Benitsa Yishto. I think the three levels, now that you know, we, we talked the philosophy, but I actually see uh, the pattern. And let's take a look at the first one. You know, the first one was what the man said uh, when they were saying goodbye to each other. That was Nichseger. And now you have the key term of Afilu, which is not, in other words, Nichseger, all you did was 
read the obituaries, right? And be smart. The second thing what you did was that the Achilu, even Baal Benitzayishto, which is I, I did a lot. Come on, I had to court her. I had to get the father to to like me, whatever it was, and to, to be married. And and I was working the orchard, right? So no, but you never. That didn't come from your family money. Even that, there's Ayin Hara. And even Rava takes it even a step further. Afiu ovad iska Rava. right? And you see now why the afilu works. Because why should there be Ayin Hara? Come on. I knew the people in Delaware. People, she was not mad at me that I took the money. But other people are saying, hey, you never got that capital. All you had was your... That's also open to Ayin Hara. All right? And Rav Papa says, takes it even further. Right? Afilu Matza Mitziah which everybody can be open to. In other words, a mitziah is, you know, happy to find it. Uh, again, why is that enough for you? Mitziahs happen a lot. But people lose stuff. People find stuff. You know, it could have been you. Okay, the fact was, it was me. I found it. So there's going to be I and Hara. Now, I guess mitziah could be similar to the first case of of uh, of the gear, but I'm looking now at, 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 at you see what I'm doing here? It's a ladder. First one is, of course, people are going to say, hey, where do you come up with all that? I would assume the reason why this is not filu is because it's probably a small thing a person found, usually. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, again, I, 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 I get the afilu up until now here. I'm not exactly sure why you know, Matthias seems to me, oh boy, that guy had to, that guy was on the beach and found the, the, you know, found the treasure chest. That guy is the one who found that stuff that was buried there. Um, not sure exactly, but because, you know, not sure exactly where, where the Afilu is. But I definitely see it as something similar. It's definitely, it's, it's not as bad in people's eyes. You would think it's not so bad. Even that's bad. So basically what we're saying is whenever you get these windfalls, be worried about the Ayin Hara. Um, okay. Now, Amr of Nachman Bar Yitzchok, Afilu Kosav Begut Filin. Now, this is not about the Ayin Hara of how you got it. It's what you should do to um, to help. So, you take some of the money and you put it into the writing of Tfilin. And that's what Rashi tells us. Okay, before we get to the source of all this protection stuff, let me ask you, Sheila, why do you think this is an Afilu? Why is uh, Tefillin a bigger Kiddush than Sefer Torah? Okay, I don't know if you can hear me, but all right, if you, maybe you had to mute. I, I would say the reason, again, I guess Sefer Torah you're actively involved with it, maybe you can see why it protects you. Yeah, the Sacred Torah protects you because I'm learning from it constantly and therefore mm, of course that's a protection. Tefillin, it's a mitzvah, but maybe it's not enough of a mitzvah to to be a shield against the Ayin Hara. Right? 
it's one thing if I put the money into public funds. Uh, if we go with your idea, Sheila, that you're now, or in, great, in a sense, ingratiating yourself with others, I'll say for Torah, oh, I can maybe come and read that Sefer Torah with you. Um, we're not saying maybe just donate the Sefer Torah. That's a, a modern concept. In the time of Chazal, everybody had a Sefer Torah. That was a mitzvah, as we know, it's from the Torah. So it's just a way to put it into a mitzvah. But a specific mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. Um, the, so Tfilin, I would assume it's because it's a little bit less in terms of, uh, of how significant it is. Again, it doesn't have the Kedusha of a Sefer Torah. Uh, maybe that's the difference. But I would say maybe that's the fact that you're not, even though it's there and it's working for you, um, it doesn't have the, the proactive interaction. And maybe I'm just saying this because we only put Tzion on when we dive it. You know, but if you wear tefillin all day, even though you're not learning the words of the, the but you know what's in the tefillin, maybe that's the point. You know, the sacred Torah is, is, is like a, it's always a living repository of positivity, of messages, of Torah. Tefillin can do the same thing. And I guess not great of the saying is not everybody has the wherewithal to write a new sacred Torah. But is everybody, there also? I'm sorry. I apologize. Is there also the Indian that, that people would wear the children all day? Yes, I think people did. Not in Bar Yitzchak's time, everybody wore, I would assume the people wore children all day. So that, therefore, that's something that's always going to be with you, and you're always going to be asik in this mitzvah, and it's a protection in itself, in a sense. Yeah, right. It, 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 and and you could put it that way as well, but again, I'm I, again I'm I'm sort of being a literalist here. Shiva. I'm trying to figure out why the afidu. In other words, why is it more of a chidush than the sefer Torah? Um, we're well, now, it's easier to write, cheaper to write. Okay, so it could be cheaper. Might be the point. Right? It might be you're you're investing less money. It's still good enough. That could be the shot as well. All of these are good. All of this is good. And all of this is an example for people who are you know, listening to Shu and I's conversation, I think can see uh, take, taking the Gemara seriously here, taking the principle seriously about I am Torah, but also taking what the Gemara is doing and the way the Gemara is writing about it. And not just literally, but also to be able to, to see the ideas that are coursing underneath it. Let's take a look at this last part of this, which is Amar of Khanan Vitamir of Khanina. Micro. What's the Pasuk? And this is not the Pasuk of Ayin Hara. What's the Pasuk that you can fend off negative things? So we bring the Pasuk Vayidar Yisrael Neder. So we have the Pasuk here on the side. And we can look at that. Vayidar Yisrael Neder Lashem Vayomar. Okay, so this is Klal Yisrael, the whole Jewish people making a nether. They're involved in a battle with one of the nations that they would have to fight. And they spoke to God. 
and they made a nether, and they said, if you, if we can win, and v'yachramti esarehem. So as we take a look at the Pesach inside, we see that Klal Yisrael had begun to lose here, right? Vayilochem v'yisrael, vayesh mimenu shem. Now, they fought Yisrael. I'm not sure. I would. I have to look at the pasuk. Vayishp, actually, Vayishpa mimenu shevi. Does that mean Klal Yisrael took uh, was able to take captives? Um, I'm not sure on that, but they still are fighting. In other words, the battle is still going on. Or is Vayishpa shevi means they have some of our captives? <laughs> what was going on was was Klal Yisrael was in a sense this was a terrible thing every Jewish life <clears throat> if somebody was becomes captive so Yisrael makes a nether I'm going to put those uh, I'm going to put it in now Ramti would mean I'm going to dedicate it, some of it, to God. It doesn't just mean I'm going to kill everybody. Looking at Rashi, we see in Chumash that Rashi tells us that there was only one shifka, right? There was one single maidservant. That was, but that was still bad enough that we should lose even one person. And as Rashi says, Ramti means Akdish Lola that God, okay, I'm going to give it to God. So, Hashem listened to Klal Yisrael. And we won. And we, we also gave spoils to God. Um, and you can see that Rashi says they did two things. First of all, they did, they killed. Ayachrem is they killed them. And also, Arayim, Rashi says, Cherme Gavoa. Okay, and that's why the whole place had a new name, Horma. And Horma meant killing and also dedication at the same time. Okay, not exactly the most politically correct Pusik in today's times to listen to. Now, this is the Pusik that proves this principle. Sheila, do you see a problem here? Does this prove what we just have been talking about? I don't it doesn't seem to, does it? No, it's not quite, yeah. Why not quite? Because in this case, it doesn't say that you give a percentage, right? In this case, it says, look, we need to beat these people. I don't care about the money. But I'll tell you what, when I get the money, I'm going to give it to God. Right? Rashi doesn't say part of the, the spoils. Rashi says, My question is, why didn't they use the Pusik about Meiser, or Meiser, rather, because that would be more in a line almost. Okay. Okay, let's talk. I'll talk about the question in a sec. But here, the point is the Gemara's proof. Maybe it's 
Argomar is talking about the way Rashi explains it uh, mm-hmm. earlier. Take part of the money that you make and put it into a mitzvah. Right. Here, we're talking about fighting with, in other words, a supposed to win a battle, right? And the supposed to win the battle is, I'm going to give everything to God. Now, that's not the same thing as giving part of your money to stop the Ayanara. Secondly, again, as I said, the Ayanara, that the Ayanara's power was known. That was a gift. Right. Just like my grandmother knew it. it, was, it, it, it it's part of reality that Ayanara works. So I, right. the fact that they were losing this war was also sort of like, as you were trying to imply before, they were, something was happening, right? They're, and somehow, ta-da, Popeye takes the spinach, he wins. So how do they win? By giving to, to God. So you see the idea that by giving to God, right? So that, that, that's, it seems to be, my question I think is still a good question. It's only part way. And here it seems to be everything. And you're saying there might have been other psukim that could have shown that. Now, you're saying the fact that we have a drosha of aser bishvil shita aser. Is that what you're saying? Aser ta aser? Is that, yeah. is that your question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me answer that question. There, we don't know that anything negative is in the air, right? Uh, there's no right. ayat hara. There, we're just telling you it's it, it, it's it's a preemptive. It's an appeal. Yeah, you, look, we know you're losing money by giving tzedakah. No, the drash is there. Maybe you're going to be oh. able to, to. So there, the point is, the natural tendency is, I'm not going to give my money to some poor guy. Uh, you know what? You give that money, you're going to get even richer than you were before. And, and here, it, it's more than just again, since we said it's about the reality of ayin hara or being. Uh, under the battle being attacked. So here I think it, it might be something different. And that's why I think that puzzle, uh-huh. that's, why that, that, that's why that puzzle, I don't think, was relevant. The question is, does this puzzle prove it? I don't know. I think we're going to end here today, just with as we, you know, this has been really discussion of Ayanara, that if you take a look and if a person is interested in this Gemara, I want to do two things before we stop. First of all, notice none of this is brought Lahalok. Okay, now shikur and shosui, that's in halach, right? Shosui, I can see the letter hey, and I mentioned how we can go look it up. I, we already saw Tosos that made a connection halachically uh, from this to other cases about Toevo. But this business about amachzik b'nixi ager, I don't see any letter over here. What, why is nothing said here at all? So, um, I mentioned a minute ago that, okay, I, why isn't this in, in Chazal? Why isn't this in the post of anywhere? And I think it's really borne out the Meiri who dedicated himself to um, to bringing, you know, all the halachas that come out of us, uh, come out. Uh, right? So let's take a look at, at the way the Meiri, who was known as more of a rationalist, Rambam person. Let's see how he describes this passage that we just did. Um, let's take a look here. You can see here on the bottom. What does it mean um, to be an elevated person and to be someone who really fears God? To realize everything you got comes from God. 
And therefore, if you if that's the way you think that God is in control, even though you read the obituaries and you went to a course about how to make money and you know people in Delaware, but you know that God is running everything, even what allowed you to get your brains to figure out how to make money. So every time you're successful, recognize God did it. Whether, and, the, and recognize God in your success. And the way you recognize God is either by giving tzedakah, which to strangers, people that, you know, to, which shows you it's God who did it, not about me and the people I'm close to. Or you put the money in a mitzvah, which again, glory, gives glory to God. And that shows that you're not about, that you realize God is the reason for your success. You see that word? means it's not exact, but that's sort of what it's being implied. When the Meiri uses this, that's like code for, it doesn't really say that, but that's what it means to say. In other words, th- even though that's not what I just wrote about not believing Kochibot Semyoni is not the pure literal words of the, of the Talmud, that is what the Talmud means, the Meiri is telling us. When it says, Amachzik b'nichzi ager, eich which means not that you have to be afraid of the Ayin Harim, but don't think that it happened because of you. Yikach ben Sefer Torah, Utzvilin, Vodin washar Mitzvos. Okay, so right away the Meiri has neutralized a simple shot. I mean, it's a very good message, a, a wonderful message. And what he's saying basically is that you don't have to be frightened of it, but it's there and you have to deal with it? What, what's exactly he's trying to He is not saying be scared. He's not saying Yiskaimu Biyado just means that it will be positive that you got this money because you recognize God was part of it. It doesn't mean that you will lose it if you don't. Maybe God will punish you for some reason. But Yikaimenu means now it really deserves to be with you because by doing this act You've physically done a concrete recognition that God was behind it all. Now, in other words, means it's even extreme because there you did work, where you were the guy who worked your wife's orchard, or you were the one who knew the people in Delaware, or even there, you might be saying, even there, don't think and therefore do mitzvahs. So the Meiri has created a moral, uh, and he talks about it being that's how you are an elevated individual. And it makes you a true Yare Shamayim. And I think part of the reason why the Meiri does that is because he doesn't believe in Ayimoto. <laughs> I think, again, he, 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 it doesn't work in his system. 
because if I was explaining this Gemara and you were explaining this Gemara, like I started with my grandmother, yes, I and Ahara is an issue. Now we'll talk about why it's an issue. But everything we did today, Sheila, the whole buildup, the Meiri, our great teacher, sort of like is flying above the clouds here on it, even though he knows the words and more just like me and you. But it it, it doesn't it, it it doesn't register, and I think that's the uh, and the reason is is because there was a problem that a, a whole group of Rishonim had with the whole concept of INR. And again, there's ways to make it logical, but again, you can see that that is that that's the approach here. And again, you got to be honest that sometimes you're going to deal with topics that that, that that the modern sensibility, even the medieval sensibility, the medieval rationalist sensibility had a hard time accepting and somehow reworked it into this moral idea, but it's, it's clearly not, again, you know, Rashi definitely doesn't run that way. Could you learn it without Rashi and get this idea? Yes, you could. Words themselves never mention I and Hara, right? So the Miri has a right to skip away from it, right? Rashi was the one who gave us all that background. The Miri clearly, and maybe his Rebbe never even uh, taught it that way. And, and I think that's important too. I'm not saying the Miri is butchering things. Uh, my guess is the Miri knew that that was the standard way to interpret it. But he saw that the words themselves don't necessarily imply there is any Ayanah. Never says the word Einabisha, never says that. Just says Yiskaimu the other. So Yiskaimu might just mean in a proper way, uh-huh. you're a good person. So, Got it. it, it, it oh, thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.